0: For clicking play to this episode, I am the producer, founder, do-it-all voice of this show. So, I'm happy that you're here. It is now Tuesday. This episode dropped just a few hours later than typical. I was actually in the U.S. spending time with some family, and it was really fun to be able to connect with them and really be in this, this space of just endless happiness and smiles, I have a very good relationship with my maternal side of the family. And whenever we hang out, it feels like I'm back in the DR. Just hanging out with my cousins in the backyard and, and just being myself. I realized that the year is coming to an end. I turned 34 in a few, few minutes. And, you know, it's, it's really dawning on me so many things. So I want to thank you first and foremost for clicking play and hanging out with me week by week. Every week, this thing keeps growing. I don't know what's happening. I keep getting all these phone calls. Things are happening, and I'm really grateful and thankful for everyone that's been riding with me since episode one. You guys mean the absolute world to me. This is going to be a short and sweet episode, but nevertheless, not short of any gems or anything missing. You know, it's, I am, let's see, family history wise, I'm my mom's one and only child. I'm one of one to her. However, if you're a part of a Latina family, your cousins turn into your siblings. So growing up, my aunt, my mom's youngest sister, had her son super duper young. And my mom ended up raising him for the first few years of his life in the Dominican while I was still there. I came up to Canada when I was four. So when I was born, he got introduced to me as my brother. And I was his sister and there was no questions asked. Never dawned on me why we had different moms, but they were sisters. So I just assumed because my mom and my aunt were sisters that because he because he was my aunt's son, we were sisters, too. We were brothers, too. Same goes with everyone else. And I always get upset when people are like, so he's really your cousin. Uh, A cousin is somebody that you hang out with. But building a sibling bond with somebody really takes a special connection, I find. I have sister soul sisters, you know, in this world that I've met walking, walking in this life of mine. And I really think that my cousins are my siblings and I love them dearly and deeply. So we went to hang out with one of my uncles in Miami and we had a good old time. We laughed a lot. We drank a lot. We ate a lot. We danced a lot. So I love, I love Latin culture. I think it's one of the best. It's very similar to West Indian Caribbean culture. I feel like we are just very family centric. So on my, back to my first thought, I'm my mom's one and only. So on my maternal side, I am the second oldest grandchild. So my brother Sergio is first. I'm second. Then my cousin, well, my sister, Eileen, comes after me. Then it's Aloni's and then Ivana, then Suzette, then Gabby. interesting enough, I actually launched my multimedia company, and it's called The SIG Multimedia, D-A-S-I-G, The SIG. Find me on IG for now. And The SIG actually stands for all of their names in a title. So I feel like it's really unique and special for me. So anything moving forward that you see with this podcast, any sort of event that I host will always be a The multimedia production. You know, but I'm Advice from Hannah and I own it. So there's a bit of background to that. I'm really excited to the plan that I have for this company and the things that I'm going to do with it. More of that coming soon. So us, with the exception of Gabby and Soos, they stayed down in the DR. For different purposes, Gabby's nine years old, the nine year old I spent the summer with, so she was too young for that kind of turn up. And then Suze, her password didn't come in time. But it is just something so special that you get to hang out with people that you've been your whole life and just get like that touchy feely. That touchy feely, like, man, I belong somewhere. Whenever I'm with my family, I feel like I belong, Uh, much less to say how I feel about the rest of the world. But the world is a scary place right now. Um, uh, My heart goes out to anybody who's being affected in Israel. I don't really like to get too political. I don't like to speak out of my ass either. And I don't really, I'm not well versed on the topic to give my opinion. But all I am sending is my love and my prayers over there. I have made a mental note that I'm going to look over some of the things online so I can get well versed on this. So I'm able to speak My opinion with an educated background about the issues. Now, it was, they were really funny. They were talking about just us growing up and one of the stories came up, so I'll tell it to you guys. Me and my sister, Eileen, were 27 days apart. Now, my mom and her older sister were pregnant at the same time. The only difference is I was in Dominican Republic and my aunt was already in New York in Brooklyn. So my sister and I were born 27 days apart. I'm November 4th. She's December 1st. So her and I are extremely close. We talk every single day of our lives, whether it was, you know, it's evolved over the years, you know, a calling card to uh, MSN, to BlackBerry, BB pin, BBM messenger, to WhatsApp, to iTunes message, to video calls. We talk all the time. We're very close. And we were going to Dominic, we were in Dominican for a summer, because our moms used to send us down together at the same time, it's, it's kind of known, wherever she is in another country, I'm typically there, or vice versa, with the exception of Vegas, this girl went to Vegas without me, but we are typically in the same place at the same time, when it comes to travel-wise, because that's just how we are, and she actually has, like, a very serious relationship right now, so she's, like, walking down the aisle pretty soon. And I'm in my feelings a little bit because, you know, that's my girl and we do everything together. So I don't know, but she was there while I was still married. So I'm just trying to adjust to all the changes and everything to see her like that. It's really exciting and also really scary for me at the same time, because it's triggering to me, right? Uh, For those that, you know, don't know I was, I became a single entity three years ago. I've been divorced for two and I, I see things still trigger me. Right. And it's something that I'm working on and it's a Hannah problem and it's a Hannah feeling. And I know I'm worthy of a new relationship. I'm worthy to be in a healthy relationship, partnership with somebody. And it's going to happen when God wants it to happen. But seeing her going through it, I'm like, oh, my God, wait, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, my God, that's scary. Don't do that. That's going <sighs> to It's so scary. So scary to me. Um, but I, I'm learning slowly to let go. And I'm really, really happy for her. And I'm excited to see where this unfolds. Now, back to the story. Her and I had gone to a river. And we had spent all day outside with my uncle, who's like my father. He's in the Dominican. He's my father finger. And we come into, we had to go to the bathroom. And my uncle's like, no, we're not stopping nowhere. We just we got to get home. It's getting dark. And, you know, going through like rural Dominican Republic, you know, the roads aren't the best. So we get into the house. And she needs to go tinkle. She sees the washroom. Because she doesn't like doing things alone, she's like, come with me to the bathroom because I'm scared of being in the bathroom by myself in the Dominican in the late 90s. I believe, no, this was early 2000s when you know power shutdowns still happened. The power shutdowns still happen today. But back then it would happen more often, right? So it, it's something like if the lights would go off at that given point in that house, the lights would stay off. It came back on when they came back on. We didn't have a power generator back then. We now do live somewhere with a power generator and things are different. But for context sake, once the lights went off, which was daily, the power didn't come on. So she's like, you know, it's late. I don't want to be in the bathroom and have the power come off and then I'm going to freak out. I've always been uh, fearless in that sense. I'm not scared of anything. The only thing I'm ever scared of in this life is losing my mother. Anything else can come full throttle at me. The day that that big mama over there closes her eyes, I don't know what will become of me. So it shuts the, so she closes the door and as she closes the door, the handle of the lock, the bolt lock flips on the inside and the little, the little thing drops on the floor. Ding! So she's looking at me. She's like, we are stuck in here. We're never going to get out. Oh my God, it's going to end. The world's going to end. I don't know what's going to do. I need to take my pills for my thyroid problem. If nobody opens the door, we're all going to die. And ah, she starts crying. Everybody's freaking out on the other side of the door. We don't know if they should call the firefighters. Calling the firefighters in the Dominican Republic is really just not the solution. Would they kick down the door, my uncle's freaking out on the other side. And he's like, what should I do? What do I do? And everybody's like, just try to open the door. And I couldn't try to, I couldn't do anything. And I was telling this story, I'm like, oh my God, she thought we were going to die. Like she literally went into the bathtub (laughs) and started crying because she says we were going to die in there. She's so dramatic. Still dramatic to this very day, actually. Growing up with a single mom had its perks because as I'm growing up with my mom, I've seen her take a drill, put holes in the wall, build things. Greg right to till this day I'm not very well versed with the uh with the things. With those things of the drills and everything. I'm quite spoiled. But I asked my uncle to slide underneath the door a butter knife. He's like, I'm like, get me a knife, I need a knife, I need a knife. And I dismantled the door. I took the bolt lock and I took the knife and I just started turning it. Ding, 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 ding. Did it four times. The thing dropped and the door opened. And we were telling that story. And she looks at me. She's like, That's when I realized that you were always going to take care of me because I was already planning our funeral and you were critically thinking of how to open the door with a knife. That's the last thing I would think of. Actually, she's super castrophobic too. One of my worst fears in life is getting stuck in an, ele- in an elevator with her because I don't know what she's going to do because <laughs> I can't dismantle an elevator. So yeah, that was one of the stories that we told. And we told a whole bunch of other stories. And it was just so fun. We're storytellers by nature, right? You know, Caribbean family, Latino families, we, we storytell. There's always a storytelling family uh, member. And this we're all storytellers that's kind of where I see that the family ties matters. So if you are listening to me right now and you're older, reach out to your cousins. If you have kids and there's siblings or friends, try to raise them together. It takes a village really to raise a child. I've realized I don't have children, but I know it takes a village. And I've always said that the more they're closer to somebody, the better it is because now I look at all six of us seven of us really if you if you count my cousins my other cousins uh my grandfather had kids elsewhere because you know how it is so we do hang out with those cousins as well it's three of them uh, whenever they can they hang out with us and uh my cousin was with us she's in miami she's miss 305 so she hung us hung out with us too and heard a lot of stories and was laughing uh we, we tousled right with our childhoods we got to see her a few times as well but it's just one of those things that it, it reminded me how much family matters and how important it is to get together. I know we're all busy. Yo, my phone was blowing up and I was, and I was even getting messages of people like, Hey, I'm just following back on the message I sent you Thursday. I said, hold on, yo, I'm with family. <laughs> Give me a sec. I, so, you know, for everyone that's listening to me right now you send me a message, if I haven't gone back to you, please DM me again. Cause it was a lot of them. I did circle back to the three most pending ones. If I missed you, please DM me back. If you listen to this, uh, this podcast. It's just, it's getting, things are getting busier on my end. So I'm not able to recollect a lot of the messages that happen. And especially when I'm with family, I try my very best not to hold onto the phone because when I do I miss out on a moment, I miss out on a moment and moments are special to me and I'm collecting them as I see that, you know, the elders are getting older, um, which is inevitable, but I'm always trying to be as present as possible, especially if you're my friend, even if you're my friend, if you're my family member, as Much as I do my social media and all the other 500 jobs that I have, when I'm with you in real life and you're in my presence, I give you my 100% of the time. So I hope that y'all are practicing that too because family matters, family first, like this podcast episode is called. Also, if you haven't already bought your tickets to the podcasting masterclass, please do so. Find tickets on www.advicefromhannah.com. If you're in Toronto, if you want to learn how to podcast, if you want to learn my trade secrets, tickets are available. I am 50% sold out, out the gate. So if you really want to come, I know some of you may be waiting to get paid and whatnot. And I get that. But once these tickets go, they go and there's nothing I can really do about it. Okay. That's the HANA production of the year. I am uh, doing a few things here and there for some other companies. But that is the HANA production of the year. So it's November 12th in Vaughn www.advicefromhannah.com You can definitely go grab tickets over there It's a great early Christmas gift of that person let you
1: get <laughs> now,
0: baby. Warm, baby baby